0: We knew each other. Both of our customers were glad that they had come to Primary Motors that day. See us today at Primary Motors, 2305 Coffin Avenue or online at primeratemotors.com.
1: Got a chip or need a windshield repaired? Hi, I'm Cindy Wolf. We invite you to stop down at Novus Auto Glass on North Main Street in Sheridan. Jim and I were both born and raised in Sheridan and are proud to continue to run Novus Auto Glass as a locally owned business. We offer same day appointments for chip repair. Novus is also the only glass shop in town that can provide recalibrations for your safety systems on newer vehicles. Mention this ad, get $5 off a chip repair and $20 off a replacement. Come down to 347 North Main Street or give us a call at Novus Auto Glass, 307-672-0139 for an appointment.
2: Are you sick and tired of feeling sick and tired? Dr. Colin Hardy and his team at Atlas Chiropractic are here to help. When your spine is out of alignment or subluxated, the nervous system can't function properly. Spinal misalignments can lead not only to headaches and back pain, but also sleeplessness, chronic tiredness, decreased immunity, and general malaise. Don't wait. Call Atlas Chiropractic today for a free examination and consultation with Dr. Hardy. It's time to spring into a healthier you at Atlas Chiropractic, Sheridan's premier wellness center. Call 672-6000 to schedule your appointment.
0: This is Dr. Colin Hardy with Atlas Chiropractic. Be sure to ask us about our new patient specials. Take the first step to a better you. Call
3: 672-6000. That's 672-6000. Your healing
0: begins when you pick up the phone.
4: Remember when your mom used to say, always wear clean underwear in case you're getting an accident? Well, if you ignored her, and now you're getting your neck collar fitted and you have on day-old underwear, then you need the calming, health-giving stuff you can only get at the Health Nut. Aisle after aisle of the supplements you need to get better and to stay better in a healthy deli and grocery store. And no one judges you for your underwear habits. The Health Nut in Sheridan's 5th Street Mall.
5: Desperado Dave here with Sheridan Honda and Power Sports and First Northern Bank Pro Football Pick'em.
0: Here's what happened this week on KROE. Dave Cox. I was looking at the thing this morning. David says Desperado Dave. I thought it said Desperate Dave. (laughs)
6: Wow. Seven points. Very bad. (laughs) Trevor was working on that one all day.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. No, I just saw it about an hour ago, and I thought, oh, that's what I thought it said. Well, anyway. he did very well. Yeah,
6: I know. I didn't pick Thursday night, but I picked the rest of them. that's
7: why you got the star and the 10 wins. That's
6: exactly. Yeah, I mean, probably. But here's the thing. I mean, this is all hindsight. I would have picked Arizona. Oh, so.
7: whatever. Uh, yeah, okay,
0: let's go. Uh, Kansas, your team, the Pack.
6: Okay, I, I'm i going to go Packers. Are you serious? Yes, I am serious.
0: <laughs> Loyalty.
2: Yes, I'm yep. loyal.
5: We're live every Wednesday at 7.40 a.m. on KROE 103.9. Play along with us for a chance to win a prize valued at $100 every week. Make your picks at Pro Football Pick'em on the contest page on SharedMedia.com.
0: This is Public Pulse, your information and conversation program brought to you by Elias and Financial. You can voice your opinion by calling 672-KROE, that's 672-5763. Now, your host for Public Pulse, Floyd Whitey. Good morning
3: and welcome to Public Pulse. First off, happy Halloween. Now, all the way back in July, we talked about a partnership between the Sheridan Economic Development Task Force and the Wyoming Business Council. A Sheridan review was conducted known as Thrive 2035. A community review is a small survey of sorts to gather the input of residents and visitors alike on where they would like to see Sheridan in 10 to 15 years. The Sheridan Community Review Thrive 2035 contains only three questions. What do you value about your community? What do you value about the Sheridan area? What would you like to see in the future, approximately 10 to 15 years from now? Joining me to talk about this review is the Chief Executive Officer of the Sheridan County Chamber of Commerce, Dixie Johnson, and the Executive Director of the Center for a Vital Community at Sheridan College, Amy Albright. Good morning ladies and happy Halloween.
8: Good morning. Good morning.
3: Now I see Amy you've got a, a, a little outfit on. Got today. a little
8: outfit. I myself am of the punny people. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Which is great. I, I love
8: do it. like the, the puns. <laughs> the, the blessing in
3: disguise.
8: Yes so I'm wearing a sign that says bless you and I have a mask. On
2: <laughs> Looks, amazing.
3: Looks amazing. Looks <laughs> amazing. Thank you. Uh, Now, what and who is the Sheridan Economic Development Task Force?
2: Oh, starting off with the big question. That's Uh, the big one. (laughs) Well, the Sheridan Economic Development Task Force is actually an ad hoc group of um, individuals and organizations that are interested in um, our area's economy and working together. Um, It's actually been in existence since 2011 and is comprised of several partners. Um, Again, it's ad hoc, so there's not a lot of formal structure to it. But the Chamber of Commerce has been a participant in the EDTF is what we call us. Um, Since 2011, and some of our partners also include uh, Sheridan College, the city of Sheridan, Sheridan County, Sheridan County Travel and Tourism, Downtown Sheridan Association, Um, in the past North Main Association, they haven't been participating as of late, Impact 307. Um, or impact Sheridan, as people know, uh, Scott and his group here, and then also CEDA, the Sheridan uh, Economic and Educational Development Authority, and and I mentioned Sheridan College, and of course uh, with this effort, the CVC, and under really in keeping with what their mission is, they're a great great addition to our EDTF in this effort with the community review. And you had mentioned that it's a survey, but the survey is actually just one part of the overall review. And the survey that we've been conducting since, I think, July, and Scott Rendell and I were on here a few months ago talking about it, um, is, kind of our, is, is kind of our step one. And then we're going to move into listening sessions, which we're here to talk about mm-hmm. uh, as, step, as step two.
3: All right. So uh, let's, let's head back to the beginning. For those who may not know, why was this survey developed
2: The survey itself, so the Wyoming Business Council, they have conducted community reviews in communities around Wyoming for years. And I think they've done somewhere like... Um, I remember them talking at city council, I think like 87 of these. Wow. Uh, Sheridan has not had any type of a community review done for several years now. I think 2010 might Mm -hmm. be the last one that was done. And so we felt it was time, time to really open up an opportunity for people to have a say into what they want our community to look like. And this information that we're gathering and that will be gathered and put together and compiled and ultimately delivered in a report will give us in our community an opportunity to really say, you know, what is it that the citizens want? Um, It's so much, it's so much more um, exciting to be able to do this than to Then to have community leaders just move things forward and our community to end up in a situation and then people come back and say, well, why did you do this? We didn't want that. Mm -hmm. And so this is an opportunity for people to have their voices heard. And Mm -hmm. that's what we've been trying to get across for the last couple of months. And what we really want to get across now is this is an opportunity to bring your values to to uh, participate and help shape our future for um, all of Sheridan County.
3: I think a lot of times uh, leadership uh, ends up kind of learning something new uh, through this type of activity. I'm going to take, for instance, the situation with the train. Uh, one side felt very strongly that this, oh, everyone wants it to be moved. Everybody wants this thing to, to happen this way. And I think they learned uh, through surveying and asking the community that in fact it wasn't as many as as they th- originally thought, mm-hmm. and so I, th- I that's one reason why I love surveys like this because we're really getting down to what does everybody have to say about this, right? Uh, so uh, on that, how was this developed? We only have three questions, four technically, because they do ask for your zip code, but. How were the three questions chosen? Uh, who sat around and threw ideas into the hat on this one?
1: So
2: you know, didn't it didn't just start um, with ideas just you know uh, being thrown up on a board? It actually. Uh, we used a lot of what the Wyoming Business Council has learned over the last several community reviews they've Why done. Why reinvent the mm-hmm. wheel? Right? Yep, absolutely. There's let's let's absolutely copy. If there's something that has worked, let's use what they've used in other communities. And so, really, we did take some questions that I think their latest community review they conducted was over in Gillette, and their questions were similar but phrased just a little differently. And I think what we incorporated, I think they used the word love instead of value. And we decided Mm -hmm. we wanted to utilize the word value because really what we're hoping is that our values really come through in helping to shape our future in Sheridan and Sheridan County. And so we changed up a couple of words, but otherwise we didn't change. We didn't really change a lot. And so this is, again, the first piece and the first step. And from this, there's a lot of really interesting information that's coming out. Um, and they will, our, our group of Wyoming Business Council reps are coming into this community this week. Uh, they, are, they are analyzing and taking all the survey information. And by the way, the survey will be open uh, through the end of the weekend. So if you haven't had a chance, make sure you get in and fill that out. Um, and it is available on our website, which is org. It's also on the city's website, the county's website, and a number of others as well. But we want to hear from people. They're going to take this information and then also combine it with the information that they hear from the listening sessions, which is kind of why we're here to talk about that and invite everybody to those. Um, And then ultimately, we'll end up with a town hall meeting this week. And then um, they'll take it, distill it down, and we'll we'll have a report and some next steps.
3: Now, how is – leadership going to take this uh, survey and go forward? I mean, are is this going to be utilized by city councils or, or county commissions? Will they take into account the information that is gathered here in future decisions?
2: Uh, yes, 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 and yes. Fantastic. I mean, ultimately, we are hoping that not only all the partners, but other people throughout Sheridan County in leadership positions um, or as they're thinking about what the future might look like or making decisions that would Um, you know, lead to an outcome in our community that they take this information and use it. It's not ours. It's not the chambers it's not amy's it's not ours to to hold in a little file and put on a shelf it's actually going to be information that we hope everybody throughout the community uses and can point to um because it really is it's going to be current information we've asked people to you know voice their opinions and several have i think we have over 800 surveys that have been oh, completed so fantastic. far um but again here's an opportunity we hope everybody will take advantage of it and participate.
3: Now. Uh- Before I go to break, what are the stages of this survey? We've taken the survey. Now what?
2: Do you want to talk about that, Amy? Yes,
8: I know you were sad that I wasn't (laughs) saying anything. I, of course, was dying. (laughs) Uh, So now we're on to the next phase, which is the listening sessions, which is what um, Dixie's been referring to. And those are going to be Wednesday and Thursday. And if we can get into them after the break, I would love to because that's where the rubber's really going to meet the road where we – you know, we've heard all of these themes, you know, like we, uh, I mean, Dixie can sort of talk about, we've only seen a little bit of it. Um, but so here's here's what the Wyoming Business Council, here's what we've heard for themes. You need to come and tell us, what does that mean to you? If you're talking about open spaces, if you're talking about managed growth, I want to know what that means specifically. Like, tell us what that looks like.
3: Or even do. values. Yes. Uh, we exactly. all differ on values.
8: Small town values. Okay, what does that mean to have small town values? Yeah. Tell us.
3: All right. And we're going to talk about this more with the Sheridan Economic Development Task Force and the Sheridan Community Review Thrive 2035. When we come back, this is Public Pulse on 930KROE and 103.9 FM. Share.
7: Eliasson Financial, money management, isn't just about dollars and cents. It's about dreams and opportunities, and more importantly, family. We'll take time to get to know you. Then we'll develop a unique wealth management plan that works hard just like you. To learn more about who we are and what our wealth management advisors can do for you, visit Eliasson Financial online or call 307-672-3010. Securities offered through Royal Alliance Associates, Inc., member FINRA, SIPC.
1: Got a chip or need a windshield repaired? Hi, I'm Cindy Wolf. We invite you to stop down at Novus Autoglass on North Main Street in Sheridan. Jim and I were both born and raised in Sheridan and are proud to continue to run Novus Autoglass as a locally owned business. We offer same day appointments for chip repair. Novus is also the only glass shop in town that can provide recalibrations for your safety systems on newer vehicles. Mention this ad, get $5 off a of chip repair and $20 off a of replacement. Come down to 347 North Main Street or give us a call at Novus Autoglass 307 672 one Three, nine for an appointment.
4: When it comes to hunting and fishing, your bragging rights aren't always about that big buck or deer, peasant or trout. It's also about that time spent with family and friends. CNB Operations and Sheridan Media present the Braggin' Rights Photo Contest where you can not only win a $300 custom hunting knife courtesy of Buckaroo Blades but amazing prizes from CNB Operations. Sure, enter that trophy on the contest page of sheridanmedia.com, but you can also enter pics of you and your family or buddies just enjoying the Wyoming outdoors. CNB Operations, your local John Deere dealer, is also featuring their new home and ranch supply hardware center with a huge prize package, which you can only enter at CNB Store on Heartland Drive. And this is cool. CNB will also be donating 1000 dollars in the name of the Brag and Rights Contest to the Wyoming Wildlife Federation. So brag a little. Send us your picks, and maybe you'll be the winner of one heck of a hunting knife. While helping to preserve hunting and fishing in Wyoming, enter today at SheridanMedia.com.
0: You bagged your trophy elk. Now, imagine having its ivory handcrafted into the perfect piece of jewelry. At Legacy Diamond and Gems, their in-house jewelers can take your memory of the big hunt and preserve it into fine pieces of jewelry to last generations. Using your imagination, the skilled jewelers at Legacy Diamond and Gems can create something truly exceptional. Visit them at 11 North Main Street or online at LegacyDiamondGems.com. Hurry in now as the cutoff date for guaranteed Christmas delivery is November 1st. Ever heard of Gannett Health, Cannoli Bliss, or I Call Shock? These are the names of innovative business plans that have been selected as finalists of Impact 307's Sheridan Startup Challenge. Come learn more about their exciting product and service offerings, as well as three other finalists at the annual Sheridan Community Pitch Night, November 1st, 5.30 p.m. at the Wyo Theater. Finalists compete for $100,000 in seed funding, and an audience choice award winner will be selected by attendees. Can't make it to the Wyo? Join our event live stream at SheridanMedia.com.
3: Good morning and welcome back to Public Pulse, brought to you by our friends out there at Elias and Financial. I'm Floyd Whiting. This morning, I'm with the Chief Executive Officer of the Sheridan County Chamber of Commerce, Dixie Johnson, and the Executive Director of the Center for a Vital Community at Sheridan College, Amy Albright. We're discussing the Sheridan Community Review, Thrive 2035, the development, intent, and the level of participation. Before the break, we touched a little bit on the upcoming listening sessions. So uh, let's dive right into these. Where and when will these listening sessions be taking place?
8: Well, funny that you should ask. I'd have a whole (laughs) schedule. Uh, But you also, because no one's going to write this down. So just to (laughs) let you know that go to Sheridan, um, what, SheridanCounty.com. And you can get the schedule, and then do you have it on the chambers? It's, well, chamber. it's, it's,
2: I also saw it as a banner on the on shared media. I was looking at the public poll schedule. Yes, morning. I was going to say I've also <laughs> got it running. There. As I was like, oh, there's our community yes, listening schedule. Yes. So, so we've yes. got
8: it all over. Um, but just so, let, so we've got one in Tongue River Valley. These are Wednesday and Thursday this week. So we've got one in Tongue River Valley in Ranchester at the community center from eight to nine then on we, Wednesday. On Wednesday, then we make a big move to the trails and motel conference room, which is kind of. I would sort of say in the middle of the complex, wouldn't you say? Right. Right. Just so if you're looking for it. And that we're going to have those from 10 to 11, and then 1130 to 1230. And then we're going to move to the hub um, on Smith to the senior center from 2 to 3, 330 to 430, and 5 to 6. So... You know, we tried to make some around lunch. We tried to make some a little early-ish um, in Ranchester and then if you're coming out of work, you can go straight to the Hub on Smith um, to the community room from five to six. So that's so we're basically running from eight a.m. to six p.m. with just like half-hour breaks. In that's between. fantastic on Wednesday, yeah, on yeah. Wednesday. and that's day one. That's day one. So you don't, and I just want to make sure everyone's clear with this: no reservations. Don't have to RSVP. Just show up. We really want to hear what you have to say. Um, and then Thursday, we start at 730 in the morning at the Ramada Plaza. Um, so that'll be 730 to 830, then 9 to 10, then 1030 to 1130, all at the Ramada. Um, that's all going to be in the Solitude
2: Room? I believe so. In one of the rooms in the convention center, yep. I think Solitude is what she had yep. scheduled for us.
8: And then um, and then for Bighorn, we're going to go to the Bighorn Women's Club from 1 to 2, and then the the business council is going to get themselves ready after all those listening sessions of those two days. And we'll have the town hall meeting where they're gonna talk about what they heard, what's you know, what, what was important from the between the, the some very initial survey um, results and then the, the listening sessions. So that'll be the town hall meeting at the WyO Theater Black Box from six thirty to eight thirty. So what we're gonna ask people to do is both come and listen and then also help us prioritize these topics. You know, so I mean there's lots of, this is really really intentional that people are 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 getting into it. It's not us telling you what what it is or what's going to happen. It's you, collective you, the community saying this is what the stuff that we think is important and this is how we want to see it prioritized as far as going forward.
2: So So
3: these listening sessions, yeah. although they're called listening sessions, these are more interactive. Uh, We're looking for participation.
2: Apps, please. Okay. absolutely and so the members of the economic development task force those of us who've been working on it from this side we one of us might be there just to help out but this is these are all led by a team from the Wyoming Business Council that are coming into the community tomorrow and then for the next few days that's what their whole focus and, and um, primary responsibility is is to engage with our community so whether you live anywhere in Sheridan County if you have a, a, an hour to spend please 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 you know um show up to one of these and mm-hmm. and participate um there's nothing that's going to we're not going to you know twist your arm and make you sign up for anything in the future but there will be opportunities uh, most likely to to stay involved mm-hmm. with this process as we go forward there's a there's a whole like next part of the process that they talk about which they call strategic doing and i don't i'm not going to pretend that I know what that's all about. Amy probably knows a lot more about it. But um, Amber Power with Wyoming Business Council is kind of the lead on this. And she's got a lot of background, a long background, very strong You said like 85 background. of
3: these have been done, right? Yeah.
2: Right. So we're excited to continue into seeing what that next step is. But um, really, we really want to see a really strong turnout at these listening sessions. Mm-hmm. So please show, up. Please uh, show well, up.
3: There's plenty of time that we can we can make. Oh, man. Um one of these meetings somewhere. Yes, please, uh, they're all over the place. They're mm-hmm. all day long. Yep. Um, now, how are these things going to be formatted? I show up. Um, I'm sitting there. Are, are they going to tell me this is what we've seen the most, and what do you think on that, or do I show up with my thinking cap on? I want to see this happen today, tomorrow, next Friday.
8: I feel like yes. <laughs> I, I mean again I we're, hey, not, we're not we're yeah, not it okay there. I, <laughs> but I think that there's room for all of those things. I mean they will have already seen some of the some of the data that's been extrapolated big word. Um lots of spell that one would yes. <laughs> uh, from the uh, from the from the surveys just some big themes mm-hmm. but then they are really going to want cuz you don't have to have filled out the survey to come to the listening sessions okay. at all. We just please come because but if you didn't fill out a survey Come and tell us more about what you said or what, you know, what your thoughts were. And, you know, you said something about the zip code. Well, those those are great because it really shows Dayton. This is what this is what some of your residents have said. This is what's mm-hmm. important to them. Mm-hmm. Ranchester, Story, Bighorn, Claremont. Who mm-hmm. knows? Or you even know.
3: visitors. They have no visitors. idea where this one comes we, from. I'll yeah.
8: tell you, we um, we did the chain or we we did the uh, Third thir- thursdays. thursdays. It was so much fun. Because you had people come back, well, I'm not from here. That's okay. Do you like Sheridan? Yes. What is it you like about it?
3: Oh, wow. Okay. So that was super mm-hmm. interesting. So we or got a we lot of participation from people yeah. like that. Or
8: we just moved here, and this is why. Right.
3: Oh. So, yeah. See, that's an interesting one, too. I would love to hear that. Uh-huh. Uh, what, what new people into town's got yes. to say. Now, just real quick, what are these listening sessions not intended
8: to be? Well, there's not going to be any yelling. It's not going to be like, it's not going to, it's not a candidate forum. Not that your candidate forums are yelling, but other candidate forums might be. No, this is just, this is a listening session. So if you have something to say and we want to hear it, I mean, it's not come and bitch about, I mean, it's just not what it is. It's come and tell us, you know, about the future, what's important to you. And, you know, um, I have been saying this for a long time, but, you know, we, this community is changing. It always changes. It doesn't matter. Communities you either you either yeah, you either you're either growing or you're dying. And so, we're clearly growing. That
2: is true. That you're, is true. You're growing
8: or you're dying. We're clearly growing and that's a blessing. And if you want to decide how you want it to grow cuz it's going to so right. if you want to decide how it's going to grow, then you need to show up. You right.
3: need to be a part of it. Yes. You need to be a part of the process yes, as we go forward. Exactly. Right. Uh, otherwise, you're just kind of standing on the sidelines watching things change without, without any help. influence. Right, yes. And and when it comes to people like that, it's like individuals who don't vote. You don't get to complain <laughs>
4: exactly after
3: somebody's elected to office uh-huh. if you haven't That's gone right. down yep. and put Thank your two you, cents Floyd, in. Thank you, Floyd,
8: for not making me get on that particular
3: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now, uh... This, this information can also be used to help with future grants. Oh, yeah. uh, what types of future grants can this information actually be used to help us achieve, to help us get uh, rounded up?
2: Well, you know, I, I think that's yet to be seen because okay. depending on where um, we land, the community lands on priorities, there might be something that comes from it that says this is this is something that the citizens feel very really really strongly about that we need to and i say we collectively we need to do something about um as community leaders and it might be maybe the city maybe it's uh, sheridan maybe it's cedar or maybe it's the county and they say hey let's th- let's put our priorities here let's put some let's let's put some effort behind this because this is what we've heard and there might be some money out there that they could possibly apply for that could help with a certain effort. So I had somebody who came into the um, chamber office on Friday afternoon and it was right before 5 PM and he was a lovely older gentleman who is trying to kind of move here, but he's not from here. But he was questioning, um, you know, the goose creek that runs through town and the concrete shoots and all of that. And so I guess that's what first came to mind. If, you know, if the community says, hey, this is a big priority for us, then maybe that's where our community leaders are able to then shift their prioritization And say, let's start looking for some funding that can help us pay for some of these things.
3: To help uh, either pay for the development of something or fixing something, X, Y, Z, whatever that might be. And it looks
8: great on a grant application that you have a percentage of
2: your citizens saying this is important Mm -hmm. to us.
3: Absolutely. And you've got a survey to back it up.
2: Even, you know, with like the comprehensive plans, land use planning, all of those plans that our county commissioners, our leaders at the city and the county use – You know, some of the information that's in here could inform some, you know, updates to those plans, too, Mm -hmm. without having to then uh, go through a whole nother process specifically around that. So Mm -hmm. we're we're excited. And I really want to I just want to extend my appreciation to everybody who's. Decided to be a part of this and Mm -hmm. understands the importance. Mm -hmm. You know, I think we've got some amazing community leaders in and around Sheridan County. And Amy's one who just said, Hey, I want to be a part of this and stepped up and has really stepped up to the plate. And I really want to appreciate you and thank you for doing that. But um, again, this is an opportunity. I love our community and I I know we're going to change, but we need to let's be a part of it. Absolutely. What it looks like.
3: Absolutely. Everyone should be involved in this because we are all part. Of the community. That's it. Amy, Dixie, thank you both for coming in here and speaking with me on this this morning. Always a pleasure. Uh, thank I you. I hope right. you guys get a lot of turnout. This is I really important stuff. I hope so, too. Stuff. Thank you
8: so much for allowing us to talk about yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. And we'll thank you.
3: People. All right. When we come back, we'll talk with the leadership of the Stray to Service program and meet one of its members. This is Public Pulse on 930KROE, 103.9 FM. Shared.
7: At Eliasson Financial, money management isn't just about dollars and cents. It's about dreams and opportunities, and more importantly, family. We'll take time to get to know you. Then we'll develop a unique wealth management plan that works hard just like you. To learn more about who we are and what our wealth management advisors can do for you, visit Eliasson Financial online or call 307-672-3010. Securities offered through Royal Alliance Associates, Inc., member FINRA SIPC
9: with more than 30 years of providing excellent service to Sheridan area businesses. Parker Mellinger has the knowledge and expertise to help solve your bookkeeping problems, answer questions about IRS notices and discuss your business concerns. Schedule a review of your financial records today and we'll find solutions that work best for you. Ask about our exclusive fixed price agreement, one annual fee, unlimited phone calls and meetings. Parker Mellinger, 1811 South Sheridan Avenue, Sheridan. Sheridan Orthopedic
2: Associates continues its over 50-year tradition of surgical excellence in Northeast Wyoming and Southern Montana with the addition of Dr. Jory Wasserberger, a Wyoming native, and fellowship trained at the Mayo Clinic in Orthopedic Sports Medicine. Dr. Wasserberger joins a team of highly rated surgeons providing spine, sports, hand, hip, knee, and shoulder surgery, joint replacement, and more, including emergency care 24-7, 365, Five days a year. Visit us at SheridanOrtho.com to learn more.
6: Every four years, the citizens of Sheridan County have the opportunity to vote on the county's general purpose excise tax, known as the one cent optional. This tax is used to benefit every community throughout our county on things from social and health services to public facilities and infrastructure, including parks and pathways. For more information on the tax, please contact your elected officials or visit SheridanCountyOneCent.com and vote on November 8th. Message paid for by Sheridan County
1: this is Riata Cook, Miss Rodeo
10: Wyoming 2023. I would like to invite you to my coronation fundraiser on Saturday, November 5th at the Best Western. Come enjoy a tour of Italy dinner, drinks, a silent and live auction, and finish the night off dancing to Tris Munsick and the Innocents. To get tickets, go to MissRodeoWyoming.com. If you would like to donate an auction item or become one of my personal sponsors, email me at Riata, that is R-E-A-T-A, at MissRodeoWyoming.com. Purchase tickets at MissRodeoWyoming.com.
6: Voting this year? Keep in mind that Wyoming law requires voters to show an acceptable form of identification when voting in person at the polls. There are several things you can use as identification, including a driver's license, a tribal ID card, a U.S. military card, a valid U.S. passport, a valid Medicare or Medicaid card, and your UW-Wyoming community college or Wyoming public school ID. If you don't have one of these, you may obtain a free Wyoming ID card from the local driver services office.
4: Good
3: morning and welcome back to Public Pulse, brought to you by our friends out there at Eliason Financial. I'm Floyd Whiting. Now, this morning, for our second part, I'm joined by Jill Moriarty, the founder of the current version of Stray to Service, the trainer and the facilitator for Stray to Service programs, Shan Foster, and Stray to Service recipient, Morgan Shepardson and Annie her straight-to-service dog. Now, Annie's down below. Uh, we can't see her on, on the live feed, but I, I assure you, folks, she's there.
9: Unless you want her in the chair. <laughs> uh, well,
3: good. I, I don't think I can see her on that one either. But that, so we'll just leave her where she's nice and comfy. Good morning, everybody. How are you guys doing? Uh, Jill, I've missed you. Yeah, I've missed you. here. <laughs> uh, now, when it comes to straight-to-service, what does this program do?
9: So working with Shan, we get applications uh, via the website for people who are looking for a service dog. It was primarily for veterans, but um, we've kind of opened it up to other people. This year we had um, one recipient who was not a veteran. She just had severe anxiety and some other issues. Um, And then two other veterans. So we try and pair dogs with people who need them um, so that they can have an independent life. And a better life.
3: Yeah, yeah. And that now, how did this originally develop?
9: So, um, Julie Chadwick was the interim director when they were going through some changes up at the shelter. And she started a program called the Anchor Dog program. Um, and there was a trainer in town, and then she moved away and would come up once a week. But it just in the winter, it didn't work. And um, there were just some other changes that needed to be made, you know, with every pilot. Project even like we have since the first year we've made several changes. So she started that, and then I um, recognized that we had the talent of Shan Foster in town. Uh, found him and recruited him to start this this program up and do it in a in a really a different way. But um, we can actually train more dogs. They actually go to his facility. They're not just housed at the shelter anymore.
3: Okay. And usually, when I introduce Shan. Uh, there's there's a whole list of certifications, qualifications, <laughs> education that uh, oh, do you go on. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, you have really dedicated your life, Shan, to training dogs for multiple services, Absolutely. not not just straight of service, but uh, canine, military. I mean, y- you've run the gambit. Yeah, and and so.
9: 40 years, forty,
3: forty-three 43 years, 43 years of, of training animals. And it's, it's absolutely amazing that, you, you <laughs> know, that you just dedicated so much of your time to include deployments overseas. Now, I just want people to understand that uh, as we go forward with this. How did you find Shan?
9: How did I?
3: Well, I think
5: you. Um, that's kind of a blur. It was. Uh.
9: <laughs> cause I think it was bite club first, wasn't it?
5: Yeah.
10: Yeah. There you well, go. Actually, yeah,
3: another great program over yeah. there.
5: She she actually came to my facility first. Somehow she had heard about us. Yeah, because of the shelter work, and uh, and she heard about my background with this particular type of training. I was uh, inv- I was uh, employed um, in San Diego uh, with an organization very similar to what we have now. Um, And, uh, and what she wanted to do was recreate that. Yeah. But, but
9: prior to that, it was, we, I know what it was. It was the first dog, Daisy, who was a super hyper hound mix, but we felt like she had potential to have a drug sniffing or something kind of working animal. So we approached him to kind of assess her abilities and then trained her a little bit. And she did end up going, where did she go?
5: Uh, South Dakota and,
3: and eventually to California. Yeah. Oh, wow.
5: Which so We she's... just
9: forget to add her, don't we?
3: <laughs> <laughs> but uh, she's, she's doing working. a job somewhere. Yeah. 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 Now, uh, has this program just uh, has it grown too large? Because it used to be associated with the Sheridan Dog and Cat Shelter, but now you're more independent.
9: Yes, we are um, forming a 501c3, which is a nonprofit corporation. Um, so we'll have a board that's entirely separate from the shelter. We will still mostly use shelter dogs, but we've expanded because Mason Lane, who has trained under Shan for several years has a place in Arkansas. He'll still come out in the summer, but he can house some dogs there. So we're trying to be more of a regional or even maybe national organization, oh, wow. wow! which just didn't, didn't fit with the, um, the priorities of the shelter was, it became too big to manage. So it was a mutual decision.
3: Yeah. Yeah. yeah no bad blood. It's no, just, everyone's absolutely. growing up. No, right we're, now. We're, yeah. we're
5: still getting dogs from there. So that that's the point of it. Um, you know, there are, just like with Morgan and what, what Jill was saying in reference to, we're, we're branching out to more than just veterans. To, and, and we want to be that versatile as well with the dogs. Mm-hmm. Um, um, so there might be times where we don't get a dog from the shelter. We get it from maybe just somebody that donates it to us or um, from my breeding program that I have uh, on site at my kennel. That kind of thing, but mostly we will go with uh, dogs that have been surrendered and um, more or less even even to the point where they're going to be put
3: down. They're on that list, and yeah, because
9: so. they're too high drive. Right.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then another chance at life, right? Uh, doing something right. that uh, heck a lot of people wouldn't have assumed that these types of dogs can do. And you and I Shan, have talked about that quite right. a bit, right? Um, now, Morgan. Uh tell me your story. Go ahead and pull that microphone right down on. There you go. All
10: right. <laughs> um well, I guess first and foremost, um my husband's a veteran. Um and I found this program just because I've been I've had mental health issues for a very very long time. Um and honestly, I didn't like my medication. I didn't like the way it made me feel. I've always been a little bit more self-sufficient. Yeah. In that, th- there's nothing wrong with taking meds for mental health. No, I, I agree. Recommend yeah. it 100. However, I did not like them.
3: But I know exactly where you're and... coming from. I'm the same <laughs> way. Yeah.
10: So I just kind of started searching, and I came across this program, and I was in touch with Shan and Jill, and it, it just it a, it makes me happy that they take these dogs that may not have a future, and they give them to someone that also may not have a great future, um, and Honestly, I can say that Annie is one of the best things that's ever happened to me. I mean, apart from my husband and my daughter and all those wonderful things, um, she she completely changed my life. And I'm so grateful to them that they took the time and energy to see something in her, but they also saw something in me. And yeah. I just think that's so cool. I'm a huge advocate for mental health awareness around the issues that, you know, it's it's something a lot of people struggle with. And I think it's a little demonized and... Just really great that there are other options out there, so
3: and other options outside of medication, yeah, because there are those of us who, who don't disagree with medication, but that just we just feel that it's not the right thing for us right uh, and so i'm one of those as well. <laughs> uh, I, I deal with it using other avenues now, how long have you and Annie been together?
10: We've been together two and a half years now
3: two and a half years, and and how great have those been?
10: Those have been wonderful. she's helped me. I mean, like I was telling them, not over, not only mentally, but she got me running and I've lost 70 pounds. So physically, I'm a better person. I know that mentally I've been a better mother, a better wife, a better coach. Like all the things that I'm passionate about, she allows me to do. And it's great to have my life back.
3: Now, this is a very rare opportunity for me, Morgan. So I might pick your brain just a little bit. Go for it. <laughs> what is it about having Annie with you that really helps Get you up, gets you out of the funk, pulls you out of uh, maybe like an anxiety attack. Uh, and and for those individuals out there who actually suffer from anxiety, they know how, how debilitating an attack can be. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 many times they're confused as a heart attack. Uh, that's that's how intense this feeling can get. What does Annie do for you?
10: Um, I mean, really and truly, the biggest thing she does for me is she kind of keeps people away from me. Um so I do have PTSD um and I do not handle especially gentlemen being behind me. Mm-hmm. Um she will never let anyone in my bubble. That is my favorite thing she does for me. Um she's extremely protective but she's very grounding. Um just in knowing that I have something else for me to focus on when I'm out in public that I'm not hypervigilant because my dog is vigilant. Mm-hmm. So I don't have those worries. I don't I don't feel like I need to constantly be on edge. Um, and she is at the point now where she knows better than I do if something's coming, if a panic attack is coming or something like she knows and she will tell me. And for the first probably five or six times that happened, I didn't understand what she was doing. I thought she was being naughty. And Oh now, really? Oh wow, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And now she will like push her head under my hand or start yanking on the leash and I'm like, Oh, okay, maybe I need to step away for a little bit. But I can honestly say that having her and having something that I can depend on and knowing that I can go out and do these things, it's gotten so much better. I still have panic attacks. I still have issues. I still have really bad days, but I also have someone else that she also depends on me. If I don't get up and take her out to go potty, she's going to be too. We're going to have a mess too. on our hands, right? Yeah. <laughs> so we have this really cool, I mean, usually codependence isn't a good thing, but I feel like in this instance, it really is. I mean, we depend on each other. and
5: So, so it. if I can interrupt and... Um, no highlight stop on that you. Um,
4: <laughs>
5: th- this is the part that I talk about. You and I have talked about this before. This is the part we don't train. Yeah. It yeah. happens through, through the training, through the development of the, the bond between the person and the dog, something special starts to evolve. And that's the thing I can't, I can't put my finger on. Um, and every time it does, I mean, it is like it's the first time it happened, yeah. and I'm I'm always in awe at it, like a flash of 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 grace. It's just uh, it's just it's absolutely it's it's almost like spiritual. Yeah. I, I don't I don't know how to no, uh, yeah. explain it, and that you know, and that when I when I see it happen, i mean, right now I'm I'm all tingly just <laughs> talking about it. But uh, it, that's what that's what drives me to help. Uh, that's I know Mason. I know, and then. Morgan and Annie, they're, they're, they were too easy. Yeah. <laughs> you know,
10: it was, um.
5: But you know, I, she it,
9: reminded me, Hank, Hank was the first one for her.
5: She and it, looked at
10: yeah. yeah. I looked at Hank and Annie something clicked. Because you meet a bunch of the dogs when you're there. And right. kind of see who you feel. And I, and Hank was super sweet. And Hank, um, Hank,
5: by the way, is my daughter's dog now. So <laughs> hey, <laughs> I'm there was they they a reason. A good yeah. home. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
10: And yeah, so, I mean, and Annie, I like, actually made eye contact with me and was really into me, and just there was something there from the very beginning. And, yeah, it's been incredible.
3: But it, after two and a half years now, just the slightest, I mean, would you say that if you're out and about with Annie, uh, like the slightest eye movements, I mean, you notice these types of things now where before you may not have have even you know walking an average dog you might not have even paid attention to anything that was going on now annie gives you signals
10: yes she she's very good like she will especially when we're running she lets me know if anyone's around anything's around she will stop she will look um if we're out in a store and there's something that i don't notice i can i mean she does she makes eye contact with certain people or certain things or she will get between me and another person and it's just really comforting that I don't have to worry. Like she's got my back. Yeah, she doesn't let me get into those situations anymore. So,
3: Shan, how do we choose these types of dogs? You and I've talked about this before, but uh, for those who may not have heard before, how does Shan walk up and down and kind of that one will work, that one won't work?
5: We, um, you know, I like to. If, if any, there's a lot of people in um, in this area that have a horse background and what I call is bombproof, that's what I'm looking for. I'm looking for a bomb proof dog that mainly the mindset has to be stable, stable. Yeah. So, so, um, and that just entails, you know, a certain amount of tests. Like we, we, uh, my tests are, you know, see if they're environmentally stable. That would mean like slick floor sensitive, um, to noises. Like we do alcohol clap two two by fours together to replicate gunfire, things like that, Um, um, how food motivated they are, how social they are with with people, um, how sensitive they are to touch. So we touch the flanks. We touch places on the dog that
3: normally aren't touched.
5: No, they are. It involves trust. And so if if they show all those kind of signs, that's when we go to the next level, the next level. Um, uh, It it's a series of things, but then, you know, oftentimes, I guess, because I've been doing this for so long that um, they'll just walk through the door and I'll be, I think that one's going to work. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you, know? you get a feeling. Yeah, yeah
3: you develop yeah.
5: that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, And then also I get, which is huge, input from uh, the, um, the shelter staff because they're the ones taking the dogs in and out of the kennels. They're the ones taking them to the exercise yards. So I like to hear their input as well, because even though a dog may work, there's going to be some sort of a problem. Yeah. Typically, because that's
9: why they're there. That's That's
5: why they're at the shelter. Right. And I, and I, I, I I call it the walking wounded, Um, but it doesn't mean they're not useful and they can't fulfill a, a, a duty at a, at, you know, in some capacity. So let's say we have a perfect example is a fence fighter. So they like to fight other dogs through the fence. But then when you get them out and you start working them, that's not even an issue. Yeah. So it might be to someone to the untrained eye or the, or not experienced with dogs thinking, well, he's just a butt. You know, he, 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 he's not going to be workable. No, no, that's not the, that's not the case. So, and I've also had dogs that aren't necessarily in that bomb proof category. They may be sensitive or shy to certain areas, but when you start training them, That goes away.
3: You can work that out of them.
5: Yeah, because what they're doing is they're in a job. And when they're in a job in that mode, that's where they go, "Uh, you know, the little goofy stuff that used to bother me? It doesn't bother me right now because I'm on task. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking about something else. And then as soon as they go out of that mode, yeah, you may have to deal with those particular issues. Um, The funny thing is, too, uh, uh, separation anxiety with service dogs really isn't that big of an issue because they're always going to be with their, their owner or typically like 90% of the time. So even with those that, which is a big problem to me, I mean, I deal with it um, a lot because of my boarding facility. So when I board dogs that I don't train, I see that often. In, in the dogs, they, they'll they'll have separation anxiety. <laughs> Their
3: owner's gone to Disneyland with the family right. or something, right. and they are flipping out. But yeah. that does not
5: uh, uh, cancel that particular issue. Doesn't cancel out the dog in this area of service. Yeah. So so I look at it a little bit. I'm a little less. Um, um, I, I I scrutinize a little less in that area because of where where what the dogs are going to be doing and. How often they're going to be with their handler?
3: Absolutely, and yeah. and Jill, like you and I used to talk about. Sometimes, you know, I mean, that isn't the dog that you're seeing. Oh. At, the dog at the shelter, right? right? I mean, they're in a bad situation, and unless they've really gotten used to being there, which some have been there quite a while, but you're looking at a dog who's in a very stressful situation. Not not a dog who's going to behave this same way all the time.
9: I would say eighty percent of the time. Yeah, yeah, because it's in, like Shanoy says. It's an institution. It's just like people going to prison, and even though everyone's really good and we're really lucky at our shelter. Um, but for instance, Emmy and Marion talked about a, do- a big black shepherd. Yeah. And they said, Shan, you have to see this dog. His name's Dagger. I wanted to bring him today because it's Halloween. He's this giant black shepherd. <laughs> and he said, no, he'd be like, but he's not going to be a service dog, but he has canine police, right?
5: Yeah. Genetics. Yeah. yeah he's, he's. Yeah. He's Turns a monster. Um, and and- I've,
3: I've only got about two minutes left and okay. I want Morgan to be able to help you guys yeah, out okay. here because Morgan, would you tell me about your upcoming fundraiser? Um, um, and, and again, I'm, I'm kind of running out of time, but what's going to happen?
10: Um, so we're having an event. Um, Luminous Brewhouse was nice enough to work with me. So Johnny and the crew there. Um, so it's a dog friendly brew house. My husband bartends there. So I was like, well, I'm going to do dog portraits. I do digital artwork. Um, I'm going to put them in a calendar for the locals and then try to sell them. And then it just, because I don't know how to sit still kind of morphed into a calendar release party with a silent auction, food truck, music, all that kind of stuff. So it's on December 11th at luminous. Um, but we're really hoping that we can raise a lot of money for these guys. They deserve it. And they give so much, just selflessly, so. So,
3: so the calendar is going to be sold. There's going to be an auction or a silent auction. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, what else did you say was going to be going on? Uh,
10: there's going to be a food truck. We have live music. Um, Danielle Law is going to be performing. And then of course Luminous has a lot of really good beer. So, <laughs> so this is gonna
3: be like a great calendar release party going on. I'm hoping.
10: On. I'm hoping to make it an annual as well. That's my goal.
3: And so. and funds from this celebration or a certain percentage of funds is gonna go back to the straight of service program.
10: Yes, I would say I'm hoping eighty to ninety percent will go back to them and then the shelter deserves some too. So I'm hoping those will both be decent sized.
3: Fantastic. One more time on the date. Uh, December 11th. December 11th. All right. Uh, Shan, Jill, Morgan, thank you for coming in today. Annie, I know I can't see you. You can't see me, but I want to thank you. <laughs> You've been listening to Public Pulse on 930KROE at 103.9 FM. Jared. At
7: Eliason Financial, money management isn't just about dollars and cents. It's about dreams and opportunities, and more importantly, family. We'll take time to get to know you. Then we'll develop a unique wealth management plan that works hard just like you. To learn more about who we are and what our wealth management advisors can do for you, visit Eliason Financial online or call 307 672 3010. Securities offered through Royal Alliance Associates Inc. Member FINRA, SIPC.
0: The McTeacher Nights are coming back to McDonald's on Coffeine Avenue. That's right, Thursday, November 3rd from 5 to 8 p.m. Coming to McDonald's on Coffee Avenue, have a great meal, and then a portion of the proceeds will benefit Bighorn Elementary. You'll be served by some of your favorite teachers, administrators, and, of course, the great McDonald's team. It's back, McTeacher Night, Thursday, November 3rd, 5 to 8 p.m., benefiting Bighorn Elementary School. McTeacher Night will be at the Coffee Avenue location only.
6: Considering a big project and don't know where to begin, Wagner Ranch Services can help. Our experienced staff of engineers and equipment operators can take your project from the design and permitting phase right up through construction and completion. Wagner Ranch Services can design, permit, and construct roads, reservoirs and ponds, excavate foundations, install utilities, and more. We can handle projects big and small from start to finish. Wagner Ranch Services, 13 Industrial Lane. Give us a call at 752-2787.
0: You bagged your trophy elk. Now, imagine having its ivory handcrafted into the perfect piece of jewelry. At Legacy Diamond and Gems, their in-house jewelers can take your memory of the big hunt and preserve it into fine pieces of jewelry to last generations. Using your imagination, the skilled jewelers at Legacy Diamond and Gems can create something truly exceptional. Visit them at 11 North Main Street or online at LegacyDiamondGems.com. Hurry in now as the cutoff date for guaranteed Christmas delivery is November 1st. Nyar, has your
4: house or ship become soft? Bad that your poop deck is now downright crappy. Paint peeling off, her barnacles are bringing down the neighbors' home values. Nar, you need Devin at Wire Innovation, matey. you will come by, take a look at your crappy poop deck, and make you an offer. No matter the condition of your ship, or I mean, host, set sail today to rid yourself of that dilapidated mess. Find out more at wireinnovation.com or on Facebook.
0: At Steeple, our focus is on you your needs, and your goals. You won't be plugged into a one-size-fits-all model. This is Jeff Tomlinson, financial advisor and branch manager at Stiefel. We practice a service model where our clients can share their vision and ask questions. Regardless of your situation,
7: our guidance is driven by your investment needs.
0: Call us at 307-672-3434 to talk about your financial goals. Stiefel, Nicholas & Company, Incorporated, member SIPC and NYSE.
4: FM is News Talk 930. KROE Sheridan.
0: K-R-O-E Sheridan.